0: And welcome to the Great Business Skills Show. And my, I'm your host, Dr. Anthony L. Gantt. And I'm glad you're here to, to come to the show and learn some business skills that will help you actually prosper in your business. Uh, this is going to be an interesting show. Obviously, we do every show that I do. Uh, we're going to do it on the book, The Wealth Formula. And so today, we're going to talk about some things about wealth because you do own a business. and You do have a business. And a business is a mechanism to help you become wealthy. So we're going to talk about some things about becoming wealthy and if you don't realize there's nothing wrong with being wealthy, right? But you have to actually know what wealth is. Now, a lot of times we have a lot of myths when it comes to wealth. Uh, people don't know what wealth is and people think because people drive a certain type of car or live in a certain type of neighborhood that that person is wealthy. And But we need to see, find out what real wealth is so that you can become wealthy you know, sometime in your life if that's something you choose to do. Now, if you don't choose to become wealthy, that does not mean you're a bad person, it doesn't. It's nothing negative, because some people choose not to be wealthy and some people choose to be wealthy. So as a, having a business and being a business owner, you have the opportunity to use an instrument to become wealthy. Now, see, some people in life, they become wealthy because they inherit wealth. And that's not a problem. That's not a bad thing because they inherit wealth. Because if you have wealth and then you left the planet and gave it to your children or Grandchildren, whatever, then they have inherited wealth, and there's nothing wrong with that either. But you need to understand that when it comes to wealth, you need to know exactly what it is and how it determine whether or not you are wealthy or not. The first thing is you have to understand that you need to position yourself for wealth. If you don't know how to position yourself for wealth, then the chances of you becoming wealthy is pretty much uh, non- it's going to be a non-existent thing in your life. However, if you do know how to position yourself for wealth then you are actually going to be in a better position to become wealthy. Now I'm going to start this particular one, because this is the one we're doing this month. So I'm going to start in Lesson 1, Chapter 1 in this book. Again, it's the wealth formula, and uh, seven things you need to know, understand, and do, so you can become wealthy, right? So you need to understand that to become wealthy is a formula, and I'll go over that as we are going uh, through today's show. It's a formula to become wealthy. It's not anything else but a formula, but if you don't know the formula, you can't become wealthy, or you can't even get on the road to become wealthy if you don't know the formula. So the first thing you need to do, you need to be able to position yourself for wealth. If you don't know how to position yourself for wealth, then how are you going to get wealth? Here's one thing that help people become wealthy. If you don't realize you're in poverty, then you probably won't become wealthy. Now, you may say, hey, well, I don't live in a bad neighborhood. I don't live over here in a negative place. But that doesn't mean that you aren't wealthy, right? I mean, that doesn't mean you're not in poverty. Because the opposite of wealth is poverty, right? And I know that we think poverty, we think people living on the street or something of that nature. But when you have a business, you have to do what you can to put you on track to become wealthy because it's an instrument and really it's the major instrument that you need to become wealthy is a business. It's pretty much close to impossible to become wealthy without a business. Unless you win the lottery or, you, like I said, you inherited it or you steal it from somebody, something like that. But in order for the average person or a regular person, or ordinary person, whatever you want to call it, in order for them to have any inroads to become wealthy and have that possibility in their life, they need to have a business. If you don't have a business, you're not not in the game. You're not in the stadium. You're not on the field. You're nowhere near the arena at all. So this is why I'm leading with this one and talking about wealth, because your business can help you become wealthy. So we need to ask ourselves again, what is wealth? And what is positioning yourself for wealth? Now, if you look at the word position, position has a, another word that's a sister word to it called pose. And anytime you hear the word pose or I'm posing, really, that's something like taking a photograph, taking a picture, right? You ready to take your picture, you know, take your selfies and everything, you pose, right? Make sure you got your, your good side showing, <laughs> right? You're getting ready for the picture to be taken of you. Well, see, if you're actually going to get wealthy, you need to pose, not, you know, Not wait now. Let me me make this clear. Not look like you're trying to be wealthy, right? But you need to pose or put yourself in a position to understand what the formula is and understand what wealth is so that you can determine what wealth is. Now, some people they get offended when you talk about wealth because they think that in order to be wealthy, you have to be greedy. You have to be a greedy person, a selfish person. Listen, that has nothing to do with wealth. Now, there are some people that are greedy that are wealthy, but there's some people that are, are greedy, that's in poverty. So greed has nothing to do with wealth at all. A person can be greedy and have nothing, and a person can be greedy and have a whole bunch. So that doesn't mean that you're greedy because you want to be wealthy. So when you understand that wealth is always determined by net worth. See, this is what hurts a lot of people. They think people are wealthy because they drive in a certain expensive car. Or a person say, I live in a million-dollar house. Okay, that's wonderful, right? but if you owe $999,000 on the house, you're not a millionaire, you're a thousandaire. Now, I know that's not a word, but you're a thousandaire because the equity in the house is only $1,000. See, you owe, that's where your ownership, that's where your net worth is. Your net worth is not in the fact that you, owe, you live in house, a house that's a million dollars, and then you owe $999,000 on the house. No, you just live in a million-dollar house, and you got a $999,000 debt on it. So when you understand that you... What wealth is, then you won't get fooled and conned or manipulated by other people when you think they're wealthy. If you knew that wealth was based on net worth, and most people, when you they say I'm a millionaire or and they stand in front of you or whatever, I'm a millionaire. He's a millionaire. She's a millionaire. You don't know if they're a millionaire or not because you haven't seen their 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 financial statement. And usually, people tell you about all the stuff they have. I got a car, house, boat, plane, all this stuff, right? And That doesn't mean they're wealthy because they have that. And I'm not hating on anybody because they have cars, boats, and all that stuff. That's not what I'm saying. It's all about net worth. Now, once you understand that, now, if you'd asked me this maybe 30 years ago, would I want to be a millionaire, I would have emphatically told you yes. I might have put an adjective on it before I said yes, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, I want to be a millionaire. But I didn't even know really what a millionaire was or how did they determine what a millionaire was. Now, hear what I'm saying. I didn't know what was used to determine what a millionaire was. I just looked at a millionaire as a person that had a million dollars. Now, that is true. However, if you had all the cars and the houses and said all the people you knew, I just assumed you was a millionaire because you had that type of car. You lived in this type of neighborhood. I didn't even think about the fact that you didn't own the car. You didn't own the house. You didn't own all the things you said you have. I just looked at it as the fact that you had it, that means you must be a millionaire. So, But the truth of the matter is, you can't get fooled by that because that can put people in a negative net worth. So here's what I mean. Suppose you bought a car for $50,000 or $80,000. You know, expensive car. Look, my car costs $80,000, or whatever it is. And you say, I'm going to get it financed because I put down so much money, and I'm financing $75,000, or whatever. Well, with interest and all that, you actually owe about 100000 We just use that for just rounding up numbers. Well, the car may be worth now about sixty-five thousand dollars. You owe a hundred. Well, you have a negative net worth of thirty-five thousand dollars, even though you're driving a fancy car. Same thing with the house. You owe a, 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 you have a million-dollar house or a five hundred thousand-dollar house, and you owe five hundred thousand dollars on it. You don't have a, a positive net net worth. You have a zero net worth. You're you, you, so even though you have a five hundred thousand-dollar house, you don't have a net worth. Of, of a plus net worth. So you have to realize a, a millionaire is determined one of three ways, right? We're just going to use a millionaire because that's really where wealth starts pretty much, right? You moving your, you, you're trying to move yourself towards that space in a millionaire status, right? So it starts pretty much at a million dollars, right? So let's say you had a million dollars cash, an athlete, a celebrity, a, a young guy come out of college, and, you know, he get drafted by a, the professional leagues. And they say, hey, man, you get a $5 million signage bonus and $10 million a year, whatever they're going to give them, right? Well, that that guy or that lady, you know, whatever they do, they're now millionaires, right? Because they have a million dollar cash or a check. They just got a right or a contract. So that makes them a millionaire. So they are cash millionaire. That's one way you can be determined as a millionaire, cash millionaire. Another way that you determine, that determines whether or not you are a millionaire is called, just say, for instance, you had a painting. And it's this famous painting, and the painting is worth a million dollars. They appraise and said, this painting that you have in your house, man, it's worth a million dollars because, you know, so-and-so uh, painted it, and, you know, everything he painted is worth a million dollars, and you own it. Well, then, in all actuality, you are a millionaire, too. Now, what you call this an asset millionaire. The other guy is called a cash millionaire. You're called an asset millionaire. Now, here's the thing. Most people that become millionaires and become wealthy, really they become wealthy and become wealthy through assets before they get cash, right? So again, unless you want these athletes to come out of college, then automatically they're millionaires because they have this contract, so to speak, and they're getting a million dollars a year. However, most people have assets. Now that's that's why this is important. You have a you may not be young enough, maybe you're not good enough. You might not be the best singer or entertainer. You might not be the best actor or actress. You might not be the best uh, athlete. because you might be too old for that stuff, right? So you don't have an opportunity to earn your million dollars that way, right? I know it's my, that day in my life has passed, right? So I can't be a millionaire, as I'm using the word can't, in, in the NBA. I don't play that good, and I, and I don't run that fast, right? So I wouldn't be able to be a millionaire in the NBA by playing basketball. However, because I understand assets, you are working to actually become a millionaire or you could be a millionaire so you can actually be sitting by talking to a millionaire and not even know it because most people that's, that's millionaires won't tell you that they're a millionaire because they're going to have a conversation about assets and everything they do I should not say everything the majority of the things they do they're trying to add to their asset base right so let's see what an asset is okay this is my definition of an asset some people in the financial industry may have a different a- uh, definition for it, but this is just a basic definition. And when I teach on money later on on the other show, you hear me say it again. But an asset is anything that can pretty much go up in value, and or can pay you money, right? Now, obviously, you wanted to do both of those things: go up in value and pay you money at the same time. If it does that, then it's the best of both worlds. Now, let's go back to what I said earlier: that a business is one of the best things you can have to get you wealthy. Why? It can go up in value. And, and or it can bring you in income, right? Or it can do both at uh, at the same time. Now, here's the interesting thing about a business. Each time you earn money with the business, you are actually increasing the value of the business. That's the good thing about a business. So you can have a business today doing things out of your home or whatever, right? And you say, oh, well, I'm just doing this out of my home part-time or whatever in my basement. And that's fine. And you just made $1,000. You think, well, that's nothing. You just increase the business though, probably three to five times that. Now, if you can get consistent at making a thousand dollars, you keep increasing the business three three to five times more than what you actually bringing in, right? This is how business I, businesses are evaluated. So, when you have a business, you can have a business. Let's use a hypothetical. You can have a business that earns three hundred and thirty three. What we just say? Three hundred thirty five thousand dollars a year, right? As a net, okay. That business in all ideology and evaluation status could be evaluated at a million to $1.5 million. In that case, you have, you are now stepped into the millionaire status. You are in a wealthy status. But you say, well, it's a little ice cream shop I have, or it's a little popcorn place I have. Yeah, you may think it's a little popcorn place you have, but that little popcorn place and brought you in a quarter million dollars or, you know, a half a million dollars, it, it, it brought in that much money. Well, now you evaluate it based on that because it turned into an asset. Now when you just first start making the popcorn in your kitchen or making the, the dinners or catering the food in your kitchen, you just thought that you were making $10 a plate. However, you got so consistent at it, you start increasing the value of the business. But if you don't understand net worth, you would disregard the fact that you are earning more money and earning money consistently with your business. You would disregard the fact that you were on track to become wealthy. This is why you you don't have to worry about playing a lottery. This is better than a lottery, right? This is better than trying to hope that you can sue somebody and get, get a bunch of money. You have a business, and a business is set up to help you become wealthy. Now, it doesn't matter what type of business. This is what hurts a lot of people. They think, okay, I have to have the same type of business this other person has. I spent a couple of decades in the real estate business, right? And when I first got involved with it, you know, pretty much everyone was saying in order for you to become wealthy, you got to get in real estate. You got to get in real estate. Real estate, real estate, real estate. But do you know there's a whole lot of people that get wealthy outside of real estate? I mean, there's a lot of people that get wealthy with a, a fashion design, you know, clothing. Uh, people get wealthy with technology. People get wealthy with a whole lot of different things besides real estate. Well, at that time, that's all I heard. That's the only way you can get wealthy. So you have all these people jumping into real estate. Not that it's bad. But they're jumping into real estate trying to rent properties and all that. And they don't even want to be a landlord. And so they're they they or they're trying to flip properties and turn properties over and all this stuff. And they don't have no idea. And they get frustrated with it. So they think, I, I can't become wealthy now because I don't like being a landlord. But, you know, I guess I won't be wealthy because I don't like being a landlord. And that's the only way I can make uh, become wealthy. And that's not true. That's, that's, that's a way. A business would in, in, increase your chances to become wealthy. Seventy times. Now again, you can become an athlete and become wealthy. You can become a entertainer and become wealthy. But if you have a business, you got a 70, 70, times better chance to become wealthy than any other way. What business you have is that that's not even relevant. I mean it's people that became had now you may think their business is non essential. You may say, Oh, that business, I don't know why they're doing that business, but the person is a millionaire because some people think the business is important. They like that business. You may not like it, but they love it. And the people that spend money with it love it too. So when you understand what net worth is and what wealth is, if you notice when they talk about people that have million you know, millionaire, you know, so many net worth of a million dollars or fifty million dollars or they have a they're a billionaire, do you all do you notice they always talk about net worth? They don't say the person has, you know, a, a bunch of hundred hundred dollar bills in the basement, right? They don't say that. They said, so-and-so, so-and-so, net worth is $32 million. So-and-so, so-and-so, net worth is $85 million. They don't talk about cash. They talk about net worth. See, But see, a lot of people, since they don't understand about wealth and don't understand what wealth is, they don't get that after a million dollars, people stop talking about cash. They talk about net worth after that. So that's why you need to understand that what wealth is, is net worth. So with a business, you're always increasing your net worth. Here's another example. Let's say, for instance, you have a grocery store, right? And you have, what well, do we say, a, a clothing store? And you have five items, right? Three pair of jeans and two shirts. Then you add another item on there. You just increase your net worth of that business because you have now put another avenue on that business to earn more income from that business. Now, see, we're not taught this, right? we just taught get your fancy car, get your fancy some fancy clothes, you know, say that go buy a house that you can't afford and do all those things and then brag on the fact that you have this type of stuff, even though you don't have a pot or a window. Right. So now but nobody know that because they only see the fancy car. Right. And they only because nobody know what type of house you have because you can't bring your house with. You. you do know that. Right. You can't drive your house to the store. If you do, that's called a mobile home. Right. You can't you can't drive your house to the store. Your house is where it is. So unless you tell someone where you live, they don't know anything about your home. So that's what people try to use to say, I live in this area, so I'm wealthy." I want you to understand that it's all about net worth. You have a business. Your job is to try to do all you can to increase the sales in the business. By increasing the sales in the business and then doing that consistently, you increase the net worth of the business. When the net worth of the business increased, so that means that you have become worth more. And then you're just trying to, you're just working on that consistently. Do you know if you increase your net worth by $50,000 a year for 20 years, you now are now a millionaire? Just increasing your net worth. And a lot of times, when we just use African-Americans, they say the average African-American have a net worth of about $5,000. And see, a lot of us don't have businesses. If we have businesses, then we can get past the $5, of a $5,000 threshold of a net worth. But because we don't have a business, the only network we have, we might have, I mean, you know, might have a car paid off. We may have, uh, obviously, some clothes or a, a nice uh, refrigerator or whatever, right, some appliances. But in all reality, very few of us are in position to transfer wealth from us to children or to whoever we want to transfer it to. But when you have a business, you can transfer your business to your son, to your daughter, to your mama, daddy or whoever you want to, granddaughter, grandson, you can transfer a business. You can't transfer a job. How are you going to transfer a job? If you left the planet today and say, I got to go. My time is up. They don't call your children and say, hey, your daddy used to work this job here. Now, he transferred to you. You can work it. You know what they're going to say? Your daddy was a nice guy. He's a real nice guy. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. And they're going to promote your daddy's friend at the job. Right? And he's going to have Your your, your dad's job, right? Well, that's the same thing. When you don't understand net worth and you don't work towards net worth, then we have this perpetual circle that nobody is leaving anybody anything because they don't understand net worth, right? And they're hoping that their child can play basketball or hit home runs or they can dance or sing, and that's gonna get all us out the hood or that's gonna get all us make all us uh, put all us in a better situation. But once you understand that the purpose of when the main purpose of your business is to help you become wealthy. Again, don't be afraid of that. That don't mean you're a bad person because you can't became wealthy. But that's the purpose of your business. is to help you become wealthy. See, only things that only people, only things that can be transferred by a person are the things that's owned by a person. If you don't own it, you can't transfer it, right? But if you own it, you can transfer it to someone else. Yeah, uh, think about this. You probably heard on the news how someone they may be very wealthy and and then they transfer all their wealth or will it to their <laughs> dog or their cat. Now, dog or cat is an animal. A dog and cat don't know what to do with a business. But now the dog or cat is worth millions of dollars because the owner transferred all their wealth to that person. Well, the wealth that they transferred was some type of business. So you have a business. This is why it's important to actually improve your business skills and the understanding what it takes to be a business person. So now you have a way to become wealthy. Now, in order to become wealthy, some things you have to do. One thing, you have to decrease your your expenses as much as you can and increase your income as much as you can. You have to do this simultaneously. You're trying to do this all the time, right? Now, once your, your expenses are set, you're trying to increase your income by making more sales. So let's look at the word business, for instance. And the the root word to the word business is busy, B-U-S-Y, right? So if you're in business, you're supposed to be busy. If you're not busy and you say you're in business, the reality is you're probably not in business, right? Because if you're in business, you're going to be busy. This is why people don't want to actually become uh, wealthy. It takes a lot of work to increase your net worth every year. A lot of work to increase your net worth. You have to find more ways to increase your net worth. The problem is most people don't want to learn how to increase their net worth. That's why they get scammed all, all the time. That's why you know people can go into churches and say God three times and take everybody's money out of there because they say God three times. This is why people can just manipulate people, come up with these schemes and scams, and people just fall into them. Not realizing that wealth takes a lot of work and not realizing that, wait a minute. I need something to increase my net worth. All you have to do is for some people, to, to, to get them excited, just show them money. But if you if you want to be wealthy, people that want to be wealthy, show them a business. See, your business is like a, your own personal ATM machine, right? You're making, you're making sales, and it produces, it can produce money every day, not just on the 1st and the 15th. Your money, you can get paid every day from your business. You may not get paid by the same person every day, but because you're in business, something can happen and transpire in your business all the time that help you get paid. But if you don't understand that, then you would just say, oh, well, I don't want to get in business because I don't get paid on the first and the 15th. Well, one thing about a business, you are in a position that you can get paid something every day. Now, I don't know how many jobs you can get paid every day. I don't, I don't know. I haven't worked that many jobs yet. Understand that, but I know in business you can get paid every day. Like one of my businesses, obviously, is my own book business, right? Well, I I sell books quite often, right? So, all day, several days throughout the week, and you know, sometimes every day throughout the week, I'm getting paid from some bookseller, right? But then I also have a publishing company, so I'm getting paid somewhere there, right? Because those are businesses, and I learned years ago about becoming wealthy, you need to have businesses. Now, let's look at businesses in another way. When you spell the word business, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. Now, let's remove the B-U-S off the word, and let's remove the E-S-S off the word. And the two letters in the center of that word is I N. Here's the problem with a lot of people in business, right? Because they don't know this can make them wealthy. They're not in the center of their business. They're not into their business. They're just not into it. They might be into it today. You talk to them tomorrow, oh, I don't know, I might be see that's not in your business. you're not in the center of your business. you're probably on the edge of the business That's why it doesn't take much for you fall off the business and then this is why it takes a lot of people they in the business today. you talk to them two months later, they're doing something else, and then you talk to them two months later, they' something doing something totally opposite than that Now I'm big on having a bunch of stuff going on, but you can't just stop doing stuff because business takes time to build. you cannot. become wealthy overnight. I guess unless you play the lottery, something like that. But I don't play the lottery. But you can't become wealthy overnight. But you can become wealthy over time. You need time to become wealthy. Now, how much time you need, the truth, the reality is, if you have about seven to ten years, the average person, if they work the business every day and put themselves into the business, they can actually get themselves to a place that they can become wealthy, right? Or they can put themselves in a place to getting closer to wealth, because once you have a taste of earning five digits in a month, you you'll never be the same again. Never be the same, you, because there's not a job that pay would pay you probably five digits a month. I mean, some jobs do. Don't get me wrong, because that means you made uh, six figures. But the truth of the matter is, i about five five. I think five to seven percent of the people. Supposed to make six, uh, six figures in, in the United States, so all these people run around and say, I make six figures. Well, I don't know how true that is because you know it's only about five or seven percent. They might be right, but once you start getting into a business and you start focusing on bringing in incomes, you increase that business. So if your business earns a net income, now you heard me say net, not gross, net income. So you can earn like a lot of people said, my business uh, grossed a million dollars in sales this year. Yeah, but they 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 netted fifty thousand dollars. So why are we talking about a million dollar gross when you only made fifty grand, right? So let's talk about the fifty thousand dollars. That's like going to a job and people go to their job. They say I make eighty thousand dollars a year, but after they take everything out, you only made fifty five thousand. Let's talk about fifty five thousand. Why are we talking about eight? Because you not you don't get that eight, that that other twenty five thousand dollars, right? You dealing with the fifty five. But same thing in business. That's why I said earlier you have to try to decrease your expenses. As much as possible, and then you have to try to increase your income as much as possible, and you have to do both of these things as often as possible. Now you can't keep trying to decrease your expenses every day, right? You can't do that because to be in business, there are some expenses involved. that's just the name of the game, so that's like a floor that's set, but your income from your business there's no ceiling on it. you can you can increase your income from your business as often as you want to. It's not against the law. If you earn a million dollars, it's not against the law if you earn zero, right? You have to, But you have to do the work that it takes and put the work in to actually get there. Now, that's what hurts a lot of people, right? So let's understand this. When you have a formula, right, because this is called the wealth formula, and the reality is when people get wealthy, they, they use the same formula. They may not be able to explain it like I explained it in my book and how I'm going to teach it to you, all right? But they use the same formula. And if you don't understand these seven steps or seven ingredients to the formula, then you're not going to become wealthy, right? So here's, here's something for you. When you're trying to, uh, attempting to make a cake, right? I like, you know, I use food for a lot of examples because I like to eat. I know it doesn't look like it because I'm a small guy, but I really like to eat. So here, here's the thing, right? When you're making a cake, you have to have ingredients in the cake, and you have to mix the ingredients up together. But you have to put the ingredients ingredients in some type of container while you're mixing them. Well, see, positioning yourself for wealth and thinking wealthy and thinking about net worth, that's your container. That's your bowl. So you can put the other ingredients in so you can mix them up. Because if you have no container and you have this flour, how are you going to mix up flour and sugar and butter and all these different things if you don't have a container to mix them up in? That's why you have to position yourself, think wealthy, Know that what net worth is and know what a formula is so you can actually put yourself in a position where you can actually become wealthy. Now here's something you, you need to understand. Part of the formula is and I'm gonna transition here, is tracking wealth. You have to be a wealth tracker. Now see when I say that most people don't know what I'm talking about, right? Don't worry, worry I'm going to explain it. You have to track the wealth, right? wealth is on a track it goes in a certain circle a certain way all the time and and here's something i want you to know this is not something new it didn't just start going on a track yesterday or since you and i've been on the planet wealth has always moved on a certain track all the time and when you and i leave the planet wealth will still move on a certain track the same way all the time so you have these components now on this track you have transfers of finances, right? So you have three positions on the track, right? One of these positions on the track is mandatory. You you have no way of being able to escape being in that position. Two of these positions on this track are optional. So you can say, I don't want to do it, and it's okay. But you're not going to get wealthy by doing it. So let me explain the three positions on the track. One position is called consumer. This is the mandatory position. You and I are consumers. You can't help but be a consumer. You have to buy food. You got to buy gas for your car. You got to buy heat for your home. You have to buy uh, food. You have to buy clothes. You got to buy soap, detergent. You got to do all those things. There's no way you can escape from being a consumer. No way at all. Can't help it. You're going to be a consumer every day of the week. You and I both. But if you spend all your time only being a consumer all the time, that would mean, mean that you are a person that's going to spend everything you have. So what is a consumer, right? A consumer is consume, right? That's the root word to the word consumer. So consume means to use up or take from. So everything you have will be used up by you. If you don't use it up, it's going to be taken from you. Now, one way it's going to be taken from you is through inflation, right? So you said, well, I'm not going to spend all my money, right? Well, that's okay. Inflation to take the rest of it. That's why you can look at something you bought when you were a child and say, ooh, I remember when I was a child, this only cost $0.20 or $0.50. Well, now it costs $5, (laughs) right? Because inflation has occurred, and because inflation has occurred, then that means that what you had saved was taken away from you. So you don't want to be a consumer only. Now, in my world, when you're a consumer only, I call you a a consumerist. That's what I call you in my world. I know it's not a real word, but in my world it is, right? So you're a consumerist. And when you are a consumer only and all you do is spend up all your money all the time, that means that you're going to have this disease called consumeritis. Because everything you get is either going to be used up by you or taken from you. That means you have consumeritis. Because all you do is spend your money on everything you have. So you never are involved with business because nothing is ever increasing for you and giving you the possibility to get paid every day or get paid often or increase your net worth. Okay, so none of that stuff is happening for you. Now, the next position on it is distributor. Now, you can be a distributor on this circle, right, on this track, right? So you're a distributor on this track. What that means is that you are selling something, right? Now, a consumer, they're buying everything, right? That's all they're doing is buying. So they, they their, their whole world is B-U-Y. That's it. They B-U-Y, B-U-Y, B-U-Y. That's all they do all the time. And guess where all their money go? B-Y-E. bye buy, buy, buy. Just leave their life just as quick as it came in their life. Because they're consumer only, so the money don't stay with them long, because they t- they wait bye-bye to it, because all they do is buy everything they want to. Now, when you are a, a distributor, you're buying too. But you're buying at one price and selling at a higher price. That means that you're out of the consumer circle, and you're doing something in actually a business space. You now the other part is the producer. The producer does, they buy too. They buy something, then they make something so they can sell something. Now you might have noticed something here. The distributor and the producer, they both buy and they also sell. The consumer, all they do is buy. They don't sell anything. Here's the point I'm making with your business. Remember I said? You have to have consistent sales. See, if you're not selling anything, you're not going to get wealthy. Not going to happen. So you're going to have to either be a distributor or you're going to have to be a producer. And if you're a producer, you need to be a good distributor too. Like I produce a book, so I'm a producer of the book. I also distribute the book, so I sell the book too. So I, I buy things to make things, put the book together and so I can sell things. So I'm a producer and a distributor when it comes to the book. Now, here's the thing. When you're a producer, it takes more money, and when you're a producer, it takes more time. So you have to put more money into the projects, and then you can't do them overnight, right? It may take you a year before something comes out. Well, a lot of times, people don't have that type of time. So this is why being a distributor just by itself is that you buy something at somebody's price, which is called wholesale. Then you sell it at a higher price, which is called retail. That's what some of your big marketers, or we just say like an Amazon, for instance. They are a distributor. Walmart, they are distributors. They buy or have this, uh, buy the, the Colgate toothpaste at one price, and they sell it to you and I at a higher price, meaning that they made a profit. That's their profit, what they bought it for compared to what they sold it for. Right? Now, if order to be, now they didn't make anything. So if you can't make it, then sell it. What somebody else has made. That's what you're doing if you're going to be a distributor. If you're not going to do that, then you're going to put yourself in this consumer circle only, and you're going to be a consumer only. Now, I told you those three parts, consumer, producer, distributor. What I just explained to you was economics. That's the principle of economics. Somebody got to buy it. Somebody got to sell it. Somebody got to make it. That's just the principle of economics. And I just told you wealth has been going on a long time, meaning that this whole principle has been going on for thousands of years. Somebody ha- makes something. Somebody sells something. Some some Somebody bu- uh, buy it. Back when they used to just wear sandals all the time, right? They didn't have no nice fancy shoes. Somebody had to make the shoe. Somebody sold the shoe or the sandal, and somebody bought the sandal. Somebody bought the cow or, you know, or made milk or whatever, and they sold it to somebody else, and somebody bought it. Same thing goes on today. This is why being a distributor or being a producer, is optional. You don't have to be a producer, and you don't have to be a distributor. You can be a consumer all your life, if that's what you choose to do. But you cannot get wealthy being a consumer only. But you can get wealthy if you're a distributor or a producer, and you want to try to be both of those things, right? So the, sometimes the best way to get involved with things is to be a distributor first, because a lot of people don't have a lot of money. You, can't, you, know, you might have a good idea, but it's, it may cost you thousands, Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, or millions of dollars to produce that idea. So this is when you get and say, hey, I don't know how to make a cake, but what I do, i buy that person's cake for $3 and sell it to somebody else for $10. There's nothing wrong with that. That's called principal economics. That's called being a distributor. So you, when you're a distributor, you have to be very good at acquiring people. You need to know how to find people, and then you need to find people that like to buy stuff, and you need to find people that like to sell stuff. You are the middle person, so to speak. If you're not good at that, you're not going to be a good distributor. Now, when you're a producer, again, you just can't be producing all these things and then you don't sell them, right? The purpose of producing them is to sell them. But because you produce them, you have two prices on them. You have a wholesale price and you have a retail price. Now, you're the only one that can benefit off both those prices when you produce if you're not the producer, you can only benefit off the retail price if you're a distributor. If you're just a consumer, you don't benefit at all. You may think you're getting a deal. Ooh, that's on sale. Yeah, but the person that produced it, the person that's selling it, they're still making a profit to some degree. Maybe not as large as they wanted, but they're still making a profit to some degree. So you need to understand that. See, now this is all part of getting wealth. That's called a wealth track, right? And that's what wealth is always on. Now, in this track, you're in this thing called The marketplace. And that's what the grocery market is. It's a marketplace. It's where people buy and sell food. Stock marketplace, right? They buy and sell stock, right? So that's what this is. So you go into the marketplace. Excuse me. If you go to some other countries, you'll see that they go to the marketplace and they're selling things right out in the street, right? Well, you only go into the marketplace for two reasons. Either you go in there to buy something or you go in there to sell something. Now, if you want to become wealthy, you need to be in the marketplace selling stuff more than you're buying stuff. I'm in the marketplace, but I'm in the marketplace to sell. Somebody else may say I'm in the marketplace, but they're in the marketplace just to buy. See, when you're a consumer only, all day you think of nothing but consumer, consuming. What can I spend my money on? What else can I spend my money on? Ooh, when I get this check next week, I'm going to spend my money on that. That's your whole life. That's the disease of consumeritis. And the only way that you can stop this disease of consumeritis from being part of your life it's by getting into business so that you can become wealthy. If you're not working on becoming wealthy, then don't no you got this disease called consumeritis. And it's going to take everything you have or you're going to use up everything you have. And this is what happens to most of us. I was a great consumer. You know, when people said, we got consumer power. I just told you what the word consume means. Use up and take from. How do you got power if everything you have is going to be used up and take from? That's no power. The power is the person that's selling something. Because they get the money that you actually bought some from. So if someone gets the money from, from the, all the consumers, they're the ones with the power, not the consumer. The consumer don't have the power because if they don't use it, it's going to be taken from them. So you understand that first I got to position myself that I've done, right, by doing things and opposing, so to speak, right, putting myself in position to become wealthy. See, Because in order to attain wealth, to attain anything, let's look at the word attain for a moment. It means to touch you can't touch wealth if you don't position yourself for it, and that means in order to touch something you have to reach out to things Meaning, you have to reach out to people and see you' go, not reaching out to people and say give me some money and all that stuff no you need to reach out to people and learn wisdom from those people. I am big on getting mentors. I think that people need to get mentors or find someone and your mentor look at the first two words of the word letter uh, word mentor. M E, right? That means my mentor knows me. And if you're uh, a person that's a mentor to others, then those mentorees or mentees, as some people call them, that they, they should know you. If you don't have a mentor talking about somebody you've seen on TV, right? Oh, yes, my mentor. How you, they don't even know you, right? Your mentor should know you because how can they help you if they don't know you? So if they know you, they can help you and direct you in some ways to help you actually get to some of the places you want to get to. But if they don't, if you don't know them, you just listen to them. Like someone may be looking at me right here, right? And they say, ooh, he's my mentor. Now, we've never met, right? They haven't bought a book for mine. They haven't got a nothing like that. I really can't be that mentor because I don't even know who they are. I don't know where they need help, how I can help them, because we haven't even conversed to any degree, right? So you have to find you a mentor, and that's one within reach. But you have to reach out to someone to help you, right now, obviously one of the things you have to do, you're gonna to have to be good, a good reader. What I mean by a good reader, I mean not a speed reader and all those things. You have to start reading more books. It doesn't have to be my books. I mean, I'd love for you to buy mine and be be mine, but not just mine. But a whole lot of other people have books. You're gonna to have to start buying and reading books on wealth, so that you can know how to have a conversation about wealth. See, like I just told you, the wealth track right there. Most people don't know anything about the wealth track. They have no idea about the wealth track. None at all. So, But they're going to get wealthy by not knowing how to. Now keep in mind, they're, they're on the track. They're just not using the track to their benefit. When all you are is a consumer only, the track is not benefiting you that much. Not as much as you think it is. So when you actually are on the track and you're a distributor or you're a producer, then now the track, you're benefiting from the track or putting yourself a in position to benefit from the track first. So the first uh, ingredient in the wealth formula is tracking wealth. And you do that by either becoming a distributor and or, and or becoming a producer. You want to become both, but you may not start at becoming both. Let's look at uh, some of these major stores, right? Like I stated earlier. After a while, if you notice, when they went in business for a while, they start putting their name on their own toothpaste, right? They start not just selling the name brand two phases, They start putting their names on the too. So that means they was moving from just being a distributor to being a producer, too. And that's the same thing that you're going to have to do. You may start off as a distributor, and then you want to be a producer, too. Now, see, we should learn this as children. Again, this has nothing to do with being trying to be greedy and all this, trying to show off, trying to you know, do all those things. It has nothing to do with that. But you, you need to actually focus on, when you have a business, focus on becoming wealthy. If you're not interested in focusing on becoming wealthy, then you're going to struggle a lot with the business because business in and of itself is a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work, too. I mean, it's not easy. I know some people always show you a picture of them on some type of yacht, right? And, you know, like they do nothing all day. In the real world, business is a lot. You have to go out there and find more people all the time. People got to buy your things, buy what you're selling, you know, all the time. This is what you have to do. You have to strategize for next year, next month, two years from now. All these things. Sometimes your expenses go up. Things happen in life. Pandemics come come around in life. All these things happen. And it's not as easy as it looks. I'm not, not trying to deter you from it. What I want to give is be real t- with you and let you know there's a lot of work. And if you don't want to actually do any work, you know, the only way, you know, you're going to actually get successful in anything you do is that you got to, to put the work on. You know, you're going to have to put the work in. You just can't get something by not putting the work in. It. Now, if you think you can get something, this is why people get scammed. Because the easiest people to fool are people that believe they can get something for nothing. If a person thinks they can get something for nothing, they can always get fooled out of anything they have. When you know that you can't get something for nothing, that you have to put the work in to get something, people won't be able to fool you. They won't be able to manipulate you because you know that you can't just turn around the circle, blink your ass three times, and you're going to become a millionaire. That's not how it goes. You're going to you're gonna have some long nights, some long days, some days you're not going to want to do this thing, some days you're going to think that was a bad idea. All this stuff is going to go on while you actually are building the business, but you still keep going on. You're going to have to learn a whole lot. You're going you're to make some mistakes. That's part of life, right? And you're going to make some mistakes. That's part of business, too. But you're going to have to learn how to recover from your mistakes, evaluate things better, and you're going to have to actually get wisdom from other people to actually do your business well. So these are some things. So let's do a recap. Cause how much time I got? Huh? Five. Oh, okay. So let's do a recap. One thing I need to position myself for wealth, right? Because I have a business, and part of the, my business skills is to help me become wealthy. How do I do that? First, I obviously got to think wealthy, and I have to use a formula. I need to understand that the how I position myself is the bowl or the container for me to put all the ingredients in. Now, here's where a lot of people have problems, right? They would do one part of the formula at a time. They'll do this part this year, and the next year, they stop doing that part, do another part. Again, that's almost like trying to cook the cake with just the flour. You have to put all this stuff in all the time, but you got to learn it first, right? So here's what you have to do. You have to know them, but you have to understand them, and you have to do them. So a lot of times, people don't want to do it what it takes to actually become wealthy. They just want to know what it is so they can have a conversation about it. Now, either you're going to walk this thing out or you're just going to talk about it. And I, I, I've i been on both sides of the fence. Talking about wealth, just to talk about it, don't get bills paid, <laughs> right? Man, man, wealthy, millionaire, all this stuff. You don't get anything paid just by talking about it. You you're going to get things paid and you're going to increase your net worth by walking it out, by doing what the work that's needed. And by learning how to do more work and being consistent. If you can't be consistent in business, I'm telling you, you have a problem in business. Because business, again, in and of itself, is pretty challenging. That's why you need to be into your business. You need to be in the center of your business. So, your business there is to make you wealthy. Your job is to increase the income. How do I increase the income? By increasing sales. How do I increase sales? By letting more people know about and stop spending all my money. Because a lot of people can't get in the business because all they do is buy every, they spend all the money they have because they're consumers only. You want to be a distributor and or a producer. And you want to do this every day of the week. You want to walk out and do this every day of the week. Once you understand that, you are putting yourself on track to become wealthy by using your business. Now, I'm going to talk about some other things as we go on over the month. And I have a lot more in the book, especially. But once the first thing you understand, I need to learn how to track wealth. And I track wealth, by get understanding the, the the principle of economics. Now, I didn't explain it all difficult and complicated and all that stuff, and I probably didn't explain it as well as some economists explain it, right? But it's really that that simple. Uh, you need somebody to buy it, you need somebody to make it, you need somebody to sell. It. And now you need to find out what side of the fence you want to be on. You need to be on the buy and make side. I mean, the sell and make side. That's where you want to be. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make it and sell it, or I'm gonna sell what somebody else made to to some to who. The consumers because they have money and all they want to do is b-u-y 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 and that's where all their money go b-y-e 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 right so you need to make sure they got money out there ready to spend it right so you got to make sure you have something for them to buy Now keep this in mind everybody won't buy what you have to sell but trust me you can find enough people out here to buy what you're selling it might not be may might not be all your friends or, None of my friends buying from me. None of the people that look like me buying from me. None of the people my age buying from me. That's okay. There's too many people on the planet to be worried about the ones that's not doing it. There's enough people on the planet for you to actually sell enough things from your business to help you become a wealthy person. So, with that, I I said a whole lot. And obviously, uh, we're going to save it more. So, tracking wealth, that's ingredient number one. We'll go over some other ingredients next week. Uh, Again, it's been a pleasure for me to actually share with you this. If you want to send me some questions, Again, we're here on intellectualradio.com. Now, if you want to send me some questions, you can send it to full media at gmail.com, and I'll make sure I try to answer them uh, during the shows. Or if, I, if I'm not going to address them during the shows, I'll try to answer them to you personally. So I do appreciate it. So, in order, you know, great business people they aren't born that way, they are made great business people by having great business skills. And I'll see you next time.